this week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. So I have to ask, what has this career cost you? I would say it's cost me a bit of my dignity because it's been really hard listening back. Oh, that's a good one. Listening back because where I would be on my pod, I was loving having these trick ass niggas. However, in terms of where I've gone with therapy, I realized how little I valued myself, how little I asked of anyone in my life. And so where I am today, I wouldn't promote that. And so in this blurred line of sexual liberation, I had a could still not be right. I had a skewed view of really what my value was as a woman. The idea, too, that my value to myself was attached to my sex. Hey, sugar. You're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now, and that's enough. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I am your host, Samaya Burton, and I'm super excited because I got the bad bitch. (laughs) The baddest motherfucking of bitches. Stop it. First off, <laughs> actually, and I do have a sex podcast. <laughs> she do. She do. But this not That's just another a sex one. podcast. <laughs> Look here. I'm super excited because it's been a long time fucking coming. It has. I have a guest. It she, has. And hold on. Y'all don't let her confuse y'all. This is my motherfucking show today. Okay? <laughs> so if y'all hear me get real silent, because I be like, hey, bitch. That's just going to be us reeling it in. I apologize <laughs> that y'all going to have to listen to such greatness all in one podcast today, but... It's a great day. It is a great Hi, day. Mandy. Hello, love. <laughs> this is so full circle. You know how when you it like is. masturbating and you like you mm. trying to like think Wait, of you things just took that me you somewhere. want. Mm-hmm. You know, and you like, oh, this is what I want, and you masturbate to it. So I don't manifest masturbate. That's not something that I do. Um, I masturbate to go to sleep. So may I don't uh. know this crystal. I Real quick, oh. we're not going to stars and moons this mm. with me. It's all right. I picked great things for you. Okay. So you just sit back. Let me drive the boat. Okay. You, go ahead, you drive today. the boat. Go you ahead and drive today. the boat. Look at me trying to see like I have an outline. I have no you outline. Don't. You can't. You can't, can't nobody even help you today. <laughs> Y'all, I'm super excited. Yay for me because a bitch been in the business for five years. And Mandy from, if you don't know, or if you're living under a rock, which is okay. <laughs> One of two from yes. Horrible Decisions podcast. Yes. And most recently, an additional podcast. Yes. See, See the, the thing, thing is, is, but also I got to have a conversation with you on my third podcast, which was yes. Period Sis. Period that sis. was a um, pandemic baby yeah. um, that stemmed from me having a subscription box. But a lot of the products that you have as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, it definitely crossed the line. So you were always someone. And and honestly, from five years ago, like <laughs> she was like, I'll fly up, girl. Let me come up. So as soon as I got to a virtual space, I was glad to have you. And now I'm just super glad that if you haven't yet, check out Samaya's episode on Horrible Decisions out now. Yes. Amazing. So um, all within time. And so I appreciate you. Thank you yes. for coming through. So we're going to run it up today. Let's do it. All right. So we're starting off with the adult tip of the day. So the adult tip of the day is just something that we add, whether it's like a therapy thing or it's like just, hey, this is a little life hack that you need to know. We're throwing it right here. So that way you can learn about different stuff, different people from different places. Today's adult tip of the day. OK. It's bitch. Get a cleaning lady. That is the adult tip of the day. I love that. I That is the adult tip of the day today. The first time I got a cleaning lady, I walked in my house and I'm telling you, I masturbated for like three hours after that. The house was wow. so clean. It was so, and you know, you know, as black folks, we like, I don't want nobody else touching my shit. She don't know where everything goes. She was putting shit in better places than I had. Wait a second. So I actually have something. <laughs> so I have a cleaning lady now and this is on some rich adult tip of the day shit because having a cleaning lady is a luxury i'll be honest with you it's something that i just added but i got my cleaning lady from one of my hoes and i was like it's the best thing that came from him well no he just put me on his cleaning lady that is now my cleaning lady that's still a gift so i hope that we never end on bad terms because she gonna hear me talking about this nigga if we do um but i'll never forget the first so i now went from bi-weekly to weekly but I didn't know how to ask hooked. her. 
baby, she 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 misplaced or just placed somewhere my fucking vibrator, my suction it's cup. Not like, like an episode of well, Sex because in the it's, city. well, it's on my bed all the time. <laughs> so she came in, my bed was made, it was great. And I didn't know how to ask my cleaning lady, where, you put where was that little green, to- that little green thing that was on the bed? Because I haven't been able to find it. My lady part, my lady. A part month friend. and a half later, I hey, so there was there was a toy that went missing um, when you came here. Um, I also make sure to kind of get the toys out of sight for her, but you do your best. I do my best. I ain't my cleaning you. lady has to work around an entire room because my office is in my house. So oh. she at this point, I think all she do in there is dust, which I ain't mad at her. I, I'm not mad. I well, I get the dusting. I also have a cat, so I need gotcha. everything vacuumed. Um, and she now that she's weekly, she changes my sheets weekly. But there'll be times where my where my man and me are there before she comes, and I'm like, babe, get up. I don't want her to see these sheets. This is messy. So I'll be like, babe, get up. I'm I'm not going to do this to her. I'm going to go ahead and pull this off and put it in the washer before she gets here. But I will say that it's it's a luxury, but I don't think so. It's 100% a luxury. I I don't know what you pay. No, 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 no. Like, I think that it is a luxury as far as like, you know, price and extra. But I think it's also one of those things, just like a doula when it comes to like women having babies. It's a new thing that we didn't really understand that can really be beneficial. So if you have children, especially, I only have one kid, so I couldn't imagine having two. I think myself and I still have a goddamn And that's what I'm saying. I think that, (laughs) I think it's a level of self-care because I think all of us find ourselves cleaning up our house, doing something every single day. And so you never get a rest. And so what I'm saying is like, just like you, what, people get their groceries delivered, things like that. Yes, it is a luxury, but I think it should be one of those things that you don't have to wait until you get your big fancy house to bring in your cleaning lady. I think that you can start trying to implement that now. Like, okay, maybe you don't eat out two days a week or whatever, but I think that I wish I had brought in a cleaning lady earlier because I realized how much of a, it wasn't just, yes, it is a luxury thing. I'm fortunate to have one, but what it does for me was way more than luxury. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? When I worked, that's the part that I wanted when, people to understand. When I worked corporate, Grocery shopping, cleaning my house. Those were things that I had to do every weekend almost. Like I had to get all of my errands out the way. And so you're 100% right. Like where people may spend money on outings and different types of entertainment, if they move those funds to say a cleaner to help keep their house clean. Even once um, a month. I mean, me and me and my friend were even talking about bringing in a chef to, to meal preps Look certain here. things. There's, there's things that I'm always in our free shit. time... We're doing things that we as adults do consider to be chores. Yeah. And so when we can relieve ourselves of those duties, we're able to just have a little bit more fun. Look here, buying your time back, I think is also super important. And we're going to wrap this up, but super important just even as an entrepreneur, period, because Mm -hmm. if you're not having like you only get so much time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So buy back your time. That is my adult tip of the day. I know it sounds like some bougie shit and that is okay, friend. (laughs) So. Um, the next segment of the show is going to be Twitter talk. As I explained to you guys before, I know that Twitter has went through such a change and Ooh, that's okay, but Twitter was a hell of a milestone. And even if you saw it on TikTok or you saw it on Instagram or whatever, it was still a Twitter conversation. Yep. And so this is just to highlight, you know, a lot of black Twitter moments and just any crazy controversial topic um, that y'all want to talk about. This is where we are putting it and we're just calling it Twitter talk. I so love that. Today's Twitter talk is about being sensitive around who you follow and how you pick and decide who you follow and unfollow. So there was this, um, there was a lady who was just saying, it's so crazy that all these crazy people that you have met drunk in the bathroom, you still follow from your <laughs> vacation from four years ago, person that you have met at your very first job, you still follow. Yeah. And how like, you know, you should not be offended when people unfollow. And I'm a huge person for this. Please don't be offended. Like if I follow or don't follow you because you don't know how people use their social media. Yeah. So like for me, I use mine as a vision board. So like I have like three pages. Each page has something different. I got a van, but I got one of them like yep. converted van. <laughs> yep. Living vans. I yep. only follow camping people on there or people that's like outside because that's what that has to do with. My personal page is some of people I know and then people that I want to First off, not with. everybody has three goddamn pages. This is true. Somebody, like this nobody is true, just but categorizes their life I'm into or- three different We be having hella organized fun over here. I'm hella fun. It's giving type A. Organized <laughs> Way. Okay. And and we plan out all our activities over yes. here. Yes. Okay. okay. So my personal page. <laughs> got my personal organized activities, but my business page specifically right. is only the people that I'm either trying to work with and I like I see a window here. Like, you know, like even 
for example, like you're here now, but we've I've known who you are for five years. You've known Easily. who I am. Easily. But there were windows where I'm like, no, I can't see me being on here right now. That may not be a person. And I didn't follow for a while. Right. Because then you obsess over things. It's like, hey, there are other opportunities that I can be looking at. So I always use my business page personally as a, a vision board of either who I'm trying to get some research on or I want to do something with them. And then even sometimes after we work with people. If we're good, like you're on my phone, I might unfollow you because I don't need to see this. Or if I used to do that. So, and this is going to sound awful. Let me, let me, (laughs) let me, let me wrap it up. So I used to not want to follow over a thousand people. So when I got over a thousand, I didn't give a fuck who you was. (laughs) I got to unfollow. If I went over a thousand, I got to unfollow everybody to get under a thousand. But it still wasn't personal. Um, it wasn't personal, but. As now I find myself being out, especially after the pandemic, mm-hmm. I think that was such a immature mindset <laughs> because also there's been people that came around that ended up being really great people that I'm like, damn, I followed you and I feel bad because I'm like, th- there's been some cer- sort of full circle moment, right? Yeah. Um, I also feel like that put too much stake into me caring about people thinking if I follow over a thousand people. Yes, I know a lot of people. Yeah, I'm outside. I meet a lot of people. Um, especially these days like you're in multiple yes. avenues it was already big before I don't I don't follow different people from different pages I just follow if I have a report if I said hi if we got drunk one time I'm gonna follow you <laughs> I, I might not remember you but I'm gonna follow you yeah. your face is gonna be familiar it, it's weird because I wanna bring up following only because you brought it up where I'm a little upset because I don't feel like I can tr- control Twitter mm. where I now watch porn on Twitter <laughs> And so it's Twitter bar- porn has been the best. Nah, porn, it's been the, the best, best thing ever. Oh, all porn. the OnlyFans people, thank you for your free content. I appreciate you. Uh, two minutes is all I need to run one out, baby. Um, but Twitter has been a place where it has done one of two things. A, opening up. They have an algorithm. The OnlyFans people like to post it at like 11 in the morning, 7 in oh, the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Everybody I'm out in the bow, I'm on the plane and I'm like, ooh, somebody just saw a Buddha hole. Um, let me scroll, let me scroll. But I realized how desensitized it has made me to certain things. Just sex in general. Really? Like I was just talking about this on a Patreon episode uh on my podcast. Like the person I've been with, I've been with for the last two and a half years. The idea of them sending me a dick pic or any sexually graphic pic, they could come over or see it tomorrow. Like, I don't want pictures. You don't like want that. I also and I'm, I'm not old. I'm grateful that you know I don't what have... most people old people say before they tell you that what that they I uh, what they ain't old. I ain't old. <laughs> I ain't but, old. But but <laughs> but um, I'm in a place that even as a woman, there's nothing a there's nothing that entices me to go and take pictures of my tits, or especially because when you send a, a nude to a man, first off, it's never enough. You send them tits, they be like, let me see that pussy. You send them the pussy, they be like, let me see that ass. You send them the ass, they be like, jiggle it for me one time. They just want to direct <laughs> a whole porn. And you never, it's like they're, they're never satisfied with even what you send them because they always want to see more. Or if you send pictures and they want videos. And see, so I, I've enjoyed having a relationship where we enjoy our time together and we get real kiki, filthy, nasty. But the idea of sending each other pictures isn't a part of our foreplay, so to say. all right, because we're going to talk about that in just yes. here in a second, because I'm going to need all that mouth to still be oh, girl, talking it's about always it right gonna go. It's always, always going. Go. Um, I feel like, um, especially, I, I get what you're saying on the number of people, for sure. Um, for me, I think that as a person who's getting better with boundaries and also cutting out some of the white noise, I feel like you've been in the business for years. So mm-hmm. you understand who you need to be connecting with and who not. And I feel like sometimes I do worried about hurting people's feelings when it's like, I know you in real life, but you do not post. Or you po- you go to an mm. event and you post 10 pictures separately versus all together. Like Now, if I'm annoyed when I see your post, I'm going to unfollow. Now, those because are, I can really like you in person, but I just don't. Everybody not a social media those person. Those are people that may not post a lot, but how, in, how inclined are you? Sorry, this isn't my pod. But how inclined are you <laughs> to continue following people that you know you have potential to run into? that are in your space, like in terms of being an influencer or in this sex space, how inclined do you feel to follow the people that you know are in that circle? Right. Because um, that's been, f- that's been that's, a, that's it's been a really, issue It's really me. hard, which is why I put Because they're not great people. 
And see, they, me, they not, they're not, not that cool. And see, mine are that it's not even that they're great people. But the truth is, is that, you know, I used to do a lot of hands-on classes traveling, right? Yes. That was where I got my name from. But there are so many people out there doing it now. And that's not really my main focus anymore. Now mm. I'm writing a book. Now I have a podcast out. So my talk interest queen. in... Talk about, okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, didn't, y'all heard a queen called it. Talk shit. But, you know, I don't, I don't have an interest to also see people doing the exact same thing that I'm doing while I'm still creating my own ideas. So sometimes I like, especially when I'm writing, I almost don't follow anybody because I don't want any idea. I want to know that I have my stuff out on paper before I'm influenced by what I'm seeing. So let me ask like that. Let me ask you that. That's been a thing with not only my live shows, but our content here. I listen to other podcasts Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time I don't want to feel like I'm regurgitating the same information. Do you not find it almost something that you should do in terms of seeing what the quote unquote competition is doing so that you're not giving people the same project like the same product absolutely um it's a balance and that's why okay. i say i always just um and that, that is why i like the different pages like even the sexual okay. essential pages follows one set of things first of all i lost my page y'all but please make sure y'all follow the new one sexual dot essentials Ooh. um that's wrong for that but who i follow on that page versus the podcast page are different sets of people different types of work gotcha um and also when you meet me in real life I don't have no beef. I'm going to tell you, oh, no, this is what I was working on. This is this is this. If you have a problem with that or you're taking that personal, it sounds mm. like a personal problem. Mm. And I totally like if you if you want to be like, oh, it hurt my feelings. You ain't follow, unfollowed me. I can probably tell you a reason why. Or I followed you from my personal page because now our relationship is a real relationship. No longer business. Right. We've already worked together. I just I think I just fo- I just followed you from one of those pages. It might have been the podcast one. But after we work together and we're not doing this anymore, you go into real life bubble. Right. So it's like whatever I need to organize my fun ass organized orga- organized <laughs> thoughts over here, then that's what I'm going to do. You know, and I started realizing like if, if it was going to give me peace, it really didn't fucking matter. Um, no, but I after I write down my ideas, then I'll listen to whatever somebody, somebody else has put out. Because if I already knew I wanted to talk about it, I'm going to put all my ideas on paper. Girl, I can't wait till you, you know get petty saying? like me and do podcasts with no, you, you fall out with and then remove them petty. from the RSS feed. That's what I do. Oh, remove all their clips. Remove their episode. I don't go. Not till she said get petty. Like, you see how she trying to put that on me? Sorry. Sorry. But I I think that that's... Fresh, clean face. I'm so excited. I mean, you'll see. I think in this sex space, not not another sex podcast, but if, if you... When you get into this space, you realize that a lot of people cling on to finding people that are like them, right? But there's still this element of a person being a person outside of what they like to do in the bedroom. And so when you get into this space, you see just a lot of not nice people, although you find the connect and feel like, oh, we're community. We have to bond together. Oh, you're into kinks too. You, you're you open about talking about fetishes. You feel like you got to be You're a sex worker. Yes, you get into this like community but I, space. I take my friendship so serious that I can't do that. I learned that now. I, I, <laughs> I liked finding people that were into the things that I was into, but then... The way they view loyalty or friendship is different. And then that clashed. So I think that in this space that we're in, um, this sexually liberated, sexually educational space where we just like to find like-minded people because it's really hard for people that look like us to be that way. You do have to kind of reel in uh, where where, where, where people fit in your life. 100%. Um, my last tidbit on this, I remember when Carla had the baby, I was like, oh, my God, I like that picture from the Sexual Essentials page. I was like, see, this is exactly why <laughs> I'm over here like, all I saw from my personal page is Sexual Essentials liked. I was like, see, this is the shit I'm talking about. But it's okay. How do you think that baby Pers- got made? I, it's you, fine. First of all, you know, the I baby know exactly got made, how they got made. But the baby got made with some Lord. love and some care. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but I am definitely at a point where staying home is one of my favorite places to be. It's where I'm the most comfortable. But also at this age, it's where I want to feel the most sensual. So how do I get both? Sexual Essentials thigh-high socks have been amazing. First of all, they actually are made for thick thighs as well. So they go all the way up to my lady parts. So I put them on with a pair of boy shorts or cute undies, crop top, or a large t-shirt. And I'm in the mirror taking selfies and I just can't get enough of it. I'm super obsessed. So they have five colors and we want you to get 15% off as our loyal listeners. So make sure that you use code NJASP, you know, the initials of the podcast, and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. The link can be found below or you can check the link in our bio on any of our social medias so that you can get your pair of socks before your color sells out today. All right. Now back to the show. 
All right. So we're going to move on. <laughs> we're supposed to do a uh, little icebreaker, but I feel like the ice already broken, but I kind of want to ask these questions anyway. Ask me whatever question you want. Yeah. Let's go. We can run down it Are real quick. Are you more Let's nasty go. or kinky? Ooh, nasty. Okay. Mm. Do you like to rub your coochie like the acoustic way or the electric guitar way? So old school, like fingers, or you like toys? I just got into toys, but I do like fingers. I like anything that just sucks. Like Mm, like the air suction technology. Give me that shit. Amazing. Amazing. That. uh I like all of that. So I have a question. Oh, them the two icebreakers? I thought you was it going was down on the questions. The, sec- the third one was your favorite toy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Any, anything that sucks. Anything that... <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> so I have to ask, what has this career cost you? Ooh. I also want to know what you've gained. and But I, I know a lot of what you've gained. So yes. I, I mean, the, the gain, I was able to leave my full-time career as an accountant, which did not like. I was just... I'm good at numbers. I'm good at organization. I love Excel. Mm-hmm. Excel makes me come. Oh my I'm god! Okay so I loved working off of three monitors and so moving you things over. Oh, food. oh no, I am. I am super organized. So <laughs> while while I was good at it, it wasn't a passion of mine. I just eventually wanted to become a CPA on my own firm and just make lots of money. Money, cream money makes you come. cash rules everything around okay. me. Um. But but when but when horrible decisions really took off, it was just like, wow, Um, I made my salary in like five months, quit my job and now I'm doing it full time. However, now that we're six years in, I'm finding a few things hard. Right. One, I've been in a relationship for the last two and a half years. So oversharing my relationship stuff onto the podcast um, is a lot only because when I'm out and about, I'm running into fans of the show if i'm with him they're coming to him like they know him right he didn't sign up for that so i get that um secondly um it has cost me i would say my perception my social perception so to where i've gone on other pods and i've walked into rooms and i've been introduced as this that hoe right there. And it's like, girl, I run a whole business. <laughs> and I do some things, but the way I'm introduced has been a little bit like I'm more than that. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think people believe that hoes can suck dick and read a book or can fucking <laughs> Make jump fucking on a money. dick and run a yeah. business. You know what I mean? So I feel like people have um, undervalued my value just to, I would say, society in general. Um, And then I think on the third scale, it's cost me a bit of my dignity because, and let me get into that. So I've been in therapy for the last two years. Love that for you. Thank you. And so it's been, where I'm also working on a book as well, Um, it's been really hard um, listening back. Oh, that's a good one. Listening back because where I would be on my pod and I was I was loving having these trick ass niggas and <laughs> fucking for this money and that money and ooh this nigga bought this. Um, in terms of where I've gone with therapy, I realized how little I valued myself, how little I asked of anyone in my life, um, and so where I am today, I wouldn't promote that. And so in this blurred line of sexual liberation and I'm air quoting it I had full autonomy of what I was doing and I agreed to do those things yeah so luckily I I, I don't feel that I was violated however I had a could skew- still not be right I had a skewed view of really what my value was as a woman and even now having been in a relationship this is my first relationship in my life I'm 32 years old okay so the idea too that my value to myself was attached to my sex. Mm-hmm. My value was attached to being able to even disconnect emotionally to men. Now in my thirties, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't think I promote that because I've now, in, I've now experienced intimacy. And baby, shit slapping, ain't it? Holy it's fuck, slapping. Me and this nigga traveled. Didn't have sex at all because I was on my period. I don't do that shit. What? I'm not, running I'm, red not tra- I'm not running red lights. All right, come and on. And then, nope, not running the red lights. And then he was he was sick. So the idea that we both truly enjoyed an international trip together with no sex, I was like, 
She said international. You had, I thought you about had, the period. Oh, yeah, nah. We No, we had an international <laughs> trip. Was there for almost a week. I told you, he just came with me. Uh, oh, got it, got it, got it. But also, my mouth was out. Of, <laughs> my mouth was out. Of, I can't out use of, everything. Bitch, and we was in okay. Colombia, so the way I was drinking coffee, the the the, the asshole was out of commission too. Because baby, that coffee was going right through me. Colombian coffee, it's shut the out. Honesty. No, seriously. It's, no, for real. So all three holes were not available, and so to me, <laughs> <laughs> so so to me to experience not only a trip but an extended amount of time with a man where sex wasn't involved and we both still enjoyed each other. It's new. That was new for me. I was like, mind you, so so new, and I haven't even shared this on my pod, so new to where when he was at the airport, I wiped pink. And I literally told him, I understand if you don't even want to come anymore. I was so in my mind that there's no for, way like, he even people... wants to travel with me if I'm on my period because right. I can't fuck him. Social media has said that why are you even going on a trip? Why would you, you go on a trip this? without? Yeah. So literally while he's at the airport, I said, baby, I just wiped pink. By the time you get here, it's period going to be on. Good. I know the days we're going to be here. And I knew my mouth was Was he looking at you crazy? Was he like, girl, what is you talking about? Um, He literally responded and was like, not baby, I'm I'm finna come still, but okay. And even to hear that, like it, it helps you realize, like, damn, I'm the one that like is he accepting. likes me more than what's between my legs. And I think as this sexually liberated person on a sexual liberation podcast, talking through the Me Too movement, talking through autonomy of yourself, talking through um being a woman that can openly express that, hey, I want to be fucked too, and I don't want you to be my boyfriend or my husband. I just want to have sex it's just been a mind fuck really enjoying a man outside of sex to where i'm fine with being a hypocrite but (laughs) oh baby i live in my hypocrisy but listening back has been really tough with me because i like to own those moments and from the past yeah i feel like when people talk about my my i think something that makes my skin crawl is when i'm interviewing with a man and they're always like, well, in this se- sexual liberation, you're going to regret that when you get older. And a part of me, you know, in those moments, because I don't like what's being said, is like, I'm offended that you say that. But the truth is, is that sometimes you do regret. But the thing is that I don't necessarily re- regret the sex act. There are a lot of sexual acts I've done in the past that I would not do again in that way. But I absolutely want to do them again with the level of intimacy involved. You know, so like I've yeah. had a, I've had an orgy. Ooh, I- I'm trying to I'm like, trying to I'm trying to hear you out on this. And I'm, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't this... think that I regret. I, I don't like when someone is, someone who doesn't care and someone who doesn't understand is telling you while you're doing something that this isn't sexual liberation. You're going to regret that shit when you older. Ain't no nigga going to want that because you're not saying it out of like a helpfulness or, and not that they have to, they don't owe, people don't owe you shit. Right. But if, if the things that I have done are a result of my trauma, you also can't put me on a timeline and just say, oh, don't do this because you're going to regret it when you're 30. Well, I think I, I think to go I, through those things. I think that's my problem, right? I did a lot of stuff out of survival. Mm-hmm. And so there was a difference between being in survival mode and being se- sexually liberated. Right. You know, so, that, so that's one thing. Um, the second thing would be that I feel like you can go into something not really wanting to do it, still do it, and still feel liberated by it. You made the decision, that's fine. I've definitely tried some shit that I'm like, okay, I ain't doing that again, but all right, I did it. So to me, though, that's not regretting. I still believe you got to, don't knock it till you you try it or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Try three times. Or two or three, you know, with with some different motherfuckers too. My name is Samaya, and I'm the host of Not Just Another Sex Podcast, and I might look familiar to you because I'm also the owner of Sexual Essentials. One of the main things that I was known for was teaching people how to do the skills that they need to have a great sex life. That means I teach masterclasses in dick riding 101, masturbation and squirting, and the infamous mouth masterclass. So what we're doing today for our listeners is giving you 50% off any class of your choice with the code NJASP. That's just the, you know, initials of the name of the podcast, if you can't remember. But use the link below or any of the links in our bio so you can take advantage of this offer. All right, now back to the show. I don't know. It's been it's been really interesting going through therapy. And now, like you said, um, being in a place where there were moments I know I listened on the podcast and I was proud. And then now that I've gone through therapy and I've revisited those moments, 
the, the the pride isn't really still there. I think that makes you an asset. I think that makes you an asset to other women that have had trauma that are trying to get into therapy or feel so strongly about what they believe. Because when I first found you, it was, I am Mandy and this is who I am and I'm proud of it. And I, I feel like... Tra- can you express trauma then? Trauma, anything. There are things that... Um, there can Not be sexual, sexual trauma. Outside of sexual trauma. Outside just of even sexual the way trauma. that people have treated you. Because getting yes. even okay. to the airport, you know what okay. I mean? We can acknowledge there's a level of growth there, right? Yes. Um, and for some, whatever didn't heal properly or somebody didn't treat you right in whatever way that you mm. believe that this is how it is now, right? And like you said, a level of jadedness. But mm. there are some things that I can't experience without making some mistakes. And I think that it makes you an asset today because right. the best person to talk, like that I can listen to. That's what I did back then because there's a level of that was your choice, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's the level of, you know what, what I would do differently today and why. Now I can learn something from you versus, you know, just like when they like, oh, don't have sex when you're young. That's not enough. Like you have Girl, to give. Girl, not me out here asking for like fucking a the, phone bill. I would never fuck a nigga for $200 now. The, <laughs> wow. <laughs> a phone but, bill? I'm just saying. Like, and now real quick, tidbit, ladies, if you are asking niggas for money, ask Kai. Like, I look back. <laughs> Bitch, $200 is a lot back in the, when you ain't no, had no, nothing bitch. back First in the off, day. $200 for in 2015 is still not a long time ago. It's, but yeah. like, ask high because yes, inflation is a thing. But like, I feel crazy that at one point my rent was $600. I was asking for $600. I now also see that flights aren't that much. I used to be so like, oh, this guy really likes me. He booked me a flight. But see what people girl, now I be booking a flight now. to fucking Orlando for like girl see, see you tomorrow. See, I always watch what people do when they have access to it because like I used to. So I'm I'm very similar in that way. Like I'm I've been in therapy for what like four or five years. You know all kind of all kind of shit. Right, mm-hmm. my trauma makes me money. It works, um, but my truth also makes me money. Right, mm. but there's a level of things that automatically happen. Some of those exact same things that I thought I wanted then are happening now, but in a different way. So like before yeah. it would be like, oh, I want a nigga to give me money. How I get a nigga to give me money. First of all, me getting my own motherfucking money attracts niggas that make money. Like, and, and I attract a lot of niggas that don't make no money to you I was y'all. about please to say yes or no. Please fucking please be careful. Please be careful. Please These be careful. men are homosexuals um, looking for a home to live uh, in. They are. <laughs> um, but also it... It, it it helped me realize and look at things as a whole picture. I used to, I realized I used to be treated so terribly um, just from home, like just at home that any nigga that I met after my, my daddy, I thought was a great nigga. Like he would be mm. a terrible nigga and I would still think, well, this is better than home. You know what I mean? And so instead of actually healing and starting from ground zero and saying, you know what, what do I want? I'm responding to, well, this is what I had before and comparing the two. Versus like really healing from situations and moving the fuck on and figure out what I want from here. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll tell you where I uh, found my state of delusion, so to speak. So in the power of sexual liberation, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like I'm fucking you because I want to fuck you. I'm giving you this because I want to give it to you. I'm doing this, and when I sat back and really looked, I'm seeing you when you allow me to see you. Mm. I'm getting your dick when you come and drop it off. Like, I realized that the power that I thought I had, I was still working on whether a flight got booked. I was still working on whether a man even brought himself over or brought me to his place. And I realized, wow. The ball wasn't in your court at all. I actually don't have the power that I thought I had at all. And the thing is, I think that (laughs) <laughs> See the thing is. See the thing is. <laughs> this, that's really like a nifty. That's really like a nifty. Did there. Um, <laughs> it was a horrible decision. <laughs> Look at all, all that shit. I'm, we about to run it all. Um, I feel like that's the thing. I think that that, that acknowledging those things mm-hmm. really brought me into my femininity. And mm-hmm. so it was just like, you know what? You are a fucking lady. Like you mm-hmm. may be, you know, a tomboy of sorts, but you are a woman. You are a lady. And so me not trying to drive the boat. I am looking to see what you would like to do sitting back. But it's more so like when men, men would sometimes praise like, oh, she do this and she do that. And so now you're like, oh, I'm getting my accolades because I help out and we split bills. And and now your dumb ass is being praised for some shit you didn't even fucking right. want. But also <laughs> there's the extreme like, now nah, that nigga got to pay. I'm not neither one of those things. I feel like there's a level of we don't, we I did not know or was comfortable with what I wanted without anybody involved. And so I feel like the best thing that I could do 
in dating was not date anybody at all. So, like, I went on, like, two hiatuses. And, like, the beginning of the year, I didn't date anybody for, like, six or seven months. And I'm talking about talking. Like, if you had paid me a million dollars to bust this pussy off, I couldn't have helped you. Because, like, I literally was like, I don't want to date or talk to anybody until I figure out exactly what I want. I really <laughs> want to start from ground zero. And so I realized some of the things that I, love I wanted. That you said that. Some of the things that I wanted were in response to other people or whatever. And like, even with the liberation thing, like I want to fuck, I would love to have some great sex, but I realize I have a whole bunch of requirements. And so the people that I find that are actually sexually liberated and not saying that someone that does have a lot of sex does not, but it is very hard to find good grades of people. And you could say, well, I'm not, I can find someone maybe to explore kink with or, Or, you know what I'm saying, certain things with. They may not have all the things of a partner, but they won't have anything that I'm overlooking just so I can have this now. What's amazing, you know what though, mean? is you're the opposite of me. You having a bit of a sabbatical between <laughs> your partners to find out. I broke up with my nigga 10 times, and best believe I had a nigga right there every 10 times. Like, used to all, be. Like, he used to be me snapped, back in the like, day. I had, like, okay, as soon as bet we not together— I figured out who his replacement or rebound was almost looking immediately. Looking for somebody almost just like fill the space. Looking. Girl, they all on the phone. Niggas don't ever go nowhere. They right there on Instagram, Snapchat, email. But it don't be the niggas all, that you want. Like, I mean, I don't want to be in a relationship with them, but that dick be good. So I go mm. right back. I don't want to look for nobody new. I don't like... That's a hard To one. me, that's, that is that's a hard emotional one. labor to me where... If I'm heartbroken, I still am a sexual being and still want to be fucked. Yeah. I'm going to go back to what I know. And see, I think I'm done with the what I what I used to know. I think I'm done with it. I was like, I need to So how old start. are you? What age do I get to that place? Because <laughs> I'm trying to get there. <laughs> Shit. I am 30. <laughs> Okay. I'll be, I'll be I know that's your... right. Oh, well, never um, mind then. Because well, yeah, I'm two years also, older than you. I'm doing the bullshit. You know what it is, though? Like, when it comes to... But also, like, intimacy is my thing. I'm, like, super sapiosexual. And I just got there. So maybe that's what it is. Different. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely sapiosexual. You have to dig into my mind. And we got to dig into the things. And I like exploring There's things. a running joke But now, I have to get comfortable. If you take my trash out... Oh, my God. I just came. Like... <laughs> Not you taking the trash out when you leave. Oh, baby, come back. But you know what's crazy? Uh, I get that from my friendships. There is not one man okay. that's in my life that don't take out the trash when he come over my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things I had to... Okay. But also, I feel like getting a better standard of man came from having a great standard of men around me. I realized I did not have any good men around me. So, like, my best friend, oh. they... Like, those are the ones, like, we called it, We had this group called Rich Bitch Bible Study. And rich bitch Bible study. Yes, get you so, some. So the Lord lets us say, "Bitch, I know that's right." Shout the out rich to bitch the Bible study, and it's my account- hallelujah. It's my <laughs> it's my accountability group, and it's it's four men and two women in this group. That is not the King and, James uh, version. Is it? No, <laughs> okay. not at all. Just checking. It's, it's six of us in this group. It's it's four men, two women, and the men always like if you touching the door, like they popping you. So it's like when I go around other men. I'm automatically turned off because the men that ain't even fucking me are treating me to a certain level. You know what I'm saying? Real quick. To a certain extent. Add that. Hey, producer, add that. That men who don't fuck you actually treat you better a lot of times than the men that do fuck you. Which is some sort of psychological thing that maybe you gotta have somebody on. But it is. do it too. Because women usually talk crazy to the person that they love the most. That's who get all your your wild ass mouth and shit like that. And so Ooh. it's like we come at them and say shit to them. But yet everybody else knows you as this loving person or with your girlfriends, though. You don't talk to them as crazy. But that's the and it's that like man why turns you into your. We treat the people that we I'm love the worst. I'm going to send this episode to my friend. We treat. <laughs> not Mandy sending my I shit to somebody. I hope you listening to this okay. right now, friend, because we talking about you. But that, you know what? I had to actually take a step back and say, you know, I, I used to think I wanted to be sit up under somebody all the time. Like I want a person I could be with all the time. So and I never feel myself. That. I, I thought I did. Um, I had a gap for love, bitch. A bitch was thirsty for fucking affection. But most most women are that way. I mean, I don't most, know if they really that way. Though. Most women will leave their family, their friends, their friends will call off of work yeah. to be around a man. So and men don't do that shit. They men, stick into their Men do skin, not do I that. I love that. I love, I love that. that they do that as well. I like, had to start, when I tell you, me taking the six or seven months off from dating at 30, was hard as fuck because I was like, I definitely have a fucking life. Was this during 2020 pandemic? No, 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 no. That was this year. 
Bitch, what? Dick was open and outside. With the world it was available. being if open, you put you some coins in that bitch, a dick came out, yes. And Y'all hear this? Is this just for the pot or is this real? Wow. <laughs> now, why would you do that? <laughs> but you know what? It was so fucking crazy to me because I feel like this is like million dollar pussy. Like, what, what did you... It's given a whole different... It's a different vibe. Did you not feel like you were punishing yourself? So when I ask that, because I'm someone that when I'm like, ooh, let me just keep this pussy to myself, I be scratching the walls. You know, I, I do. I be, I I be driving myself crazy. Like, I was. Sex is still a thing for you, for me, for women. Absolutely. And so a sex sabbatical, how, do, how does that not feel like because punishment for I someone did, who likes sex? I could not keep feeding the thing that was the problem. And the problem wasn't the sex. The problem was the person that the sex was attached to. And at the mm. end of the day, I still was not dating at my standard. So how much dick am I going to take and never... Because also the type of nigga that I want, the nigga that's gonna, that I'm trying to attract um, by just being myself, if he see me fucking with some of these type of niggas, he going to be like, oh, she ain't ready for a nigga like me. And that's the type of shit that I need. Girl, these niggas don't be thinking like that. Look here. I just feel <laughs> like, are, are, you, are you, you... Like, I don't want to be the best in the room of all the niggas. I want to be in a different room. And yeah. I'm not saying that niggas that's up at a, a better level well, they're competitive don't have as, no problems. As well, all the time. But so, yes. I would rather have a different set of fucking problems. I done had all the broke problems. I done had all the pussy regret problems and all that other shit. Mm. You're going to have problems at every stage, but I'm tired of this problem. And for me, stepping into making a certain amount of money now and getting into having a name and you going out and people are like, can I take a picture? Like, that changes. That does change Especially some Especially when things. you're out with a man. Just be ready for it. It, it changes that, things. And, and men men have they egos. Like, they they also they, like the attention. They, I realize mm. that some niggas want to fuck with you because they want to be in the spotlight. They want you to talk about you on the podcast. They want to do these things. To me, those are cloud chasers. I ain't going to hold you. Oh, absolutely. The, the real type niggas don't want to be mentioned. No. The real cloud chasers, like... Well, I'm like, not going like, to say all, but you know what I mean. Like, but, And, and the real cloud only, chasers, to me, have this affinity to to feel close to something that's bigger than them. Yes. So like where with and I, and I say this all the time, I want a Stedman. A man <laughs> that is just fine with being in the background while I live in my glory, he supports me on the back end. I don't want a man that's looking to take pictures or that cares if I speak about him or not. And like I said, right. that's actually been a problem with the show is how much I've shared. There's been hoes that them fell off. Like, uh-uh, bitch, I don't want you to talk about me on that pod. Yeah. I had another nigga came back into the picture and he was like, you broke up with your nigga and need more content, huh? Like, niggas go, <laughs> <laughs> is that trifling? Sure was, it true, that. Was, it, was it true though? I said, I won't talk about you. Just bring that dick over. Uh, See, I but, feel like... But it became to where like a lot of the real niggas ain't want nothing to do with story time. Right. Okay. When I feel like me taking a, the sabbatical from sex <laughs> and dating and all those things, though, gave me time to let the people that need to fall off fall off. There is a transition. I don't even know if you remember this point, but there's probably a point before you became like, and I know you've been like you've done sport. You've done all these things for so long. Mm -hmm. But for me, a person that was regular and decided to you know be myself, I decided to be regular back then, which means that the circle around me was regular. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those people, but I need intentional people like right. you know how fucking busy you are. Picking up new friends. Like, even in this space, I have to watch out yeah. when I pick up these new friends because I still take friendship seriously. I don't have work friends and, like, we colleagues and we do this. But if you're going to be my friend, we have to be friends in full. So I had to watch how many people are here because they've been here in the past. Well, that that's you my thing, too. As you get older, as as we get older, um, adult friendship seems seem more transactional than genuine. And so that's where meeting people in this space, meeting people as an adult— a lot of times people come into your life seeing what you can do for them. Absolutely. They're already in their mindset. Like they know what they well, want. What can I you. get out of this person in order to even maintain a friendship with them? And a lot of people, as soon as they feel like you're not bringing anything to them, they be gone with the friendship. You're disposable. And so that's where to me, it's really important. A, I maintain my friendships with people that were here prior, but when I'm around somebody, if they focus on what I can do for them more than what either they can what bring can to me or they just like enjoy that. me as a person, I'm very, I'm cognizant very cognizant of that. of that. See, I had to watch it with the people enjoy you as a person because your energy can be so infectious and people yes. are like, I want to be around that. And like you said, be in proximity of something that's bigger than you. Um, but even me, it was a lot of people were still in my space because they had done nothing wrong. 
And so for me, mm. you know, so you were were you waiting for them to do something? No, they were there. Like so, this is so. For example, I had I used to call him my my favorite fuck buddy in the world. He was so respectful. <laughs> Mind fuck, you, he was that was his name. My favorite, favorite fuck, fuck buddy in the world. He was my favorite fuck buddy in the world. Like out of all the ones that I'd had, but you know. He was your fave. He was my fave. He was my fan fave because he what was made a, him your fave? He, he was just fucking respectful. And when I say fucking respectful, I know the bar was in fucking hell, right? Um, <laughs> wait, but can I, but can I ask is, you? Wait, wait, wait. What makes a respectful fuck buddy? Give me just three lists he, and then keep. He on. gives the gentleman the gentleman qualities of somebody that like that made me so comfortable. It felt like I was with one of my homeboys. And I say gentleman, I'm okay. talking about come pick me up. Hey, are you ready? Like text, like literally. Okay. you my girl. When we, when we together, this is a type of energy, right? Um, but also when you don't see people and there are any flaws, you think that just okay, this is good for them to be there. Well, a situation came up where you know I'm at homecoming I have something at my house and someone who tried to sexually assault me in college was invited to my home who do you think invited this person so my thing is that did, did some that person people, know yes they knew so my okay. thing is that we have to watch who we allow to be in our space simply because they've done nothing wrong so for me my issues Ooh. was not just with men but my boundaries as a whole you know what I mean? And so when it got to a point with my boundaries and what I know I pour into people if I fuck with you period if I'm talking to you period I care I used to act like I was a bitch that didn't care, but I do. If I talk to you, I really do care. I don't waste my motherfucking time. Like, I'm just not doing it. So, otherwise, I keep it light. I keep it brief. If we're getting into something, it's actually because I care. So, I had to watch allowing these people in because they're getting things from me, even though I feel like I'm not. Oh, we ain't doing We just exchanging sex. No, being around me is way more than sex. Just being in my presence already is that. And me having the confidence to even say that. A lot of people are like, oh, she on this, this, or she on this now. I don't really give a fuck because them motherfuckers ain't paying this mortgage, okay? That part. So it's like. She said mortgage. You heard that. Not rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they not, they not, they not paying it. And so not being able to stand on who you are and all that shit, it had to go out the window. So I had to sit down and not fuck with people for a while so I could like really fucking see straight. Hey, you guys. It's your host, Samaya. I hope that you guys are loving the show. Let's think about this name here. Not just another sex podcast means that some of it is absolutely sex. So if you're loving the content and you want to talk about this more, you need to join our Patreon community. There we have almost 300 hands-on classes, workshops, interviews, behind the scenes, and so much more. We even meet up once a week on Zoom to discuss the episodes. Did you relate to something? Did you have something to say? Or did you just need to talk about it a little more and meet other like-minded people? Patreon is definitely where you need to be so don't hesitate look below click the link sign up and i will see you at our weekly zoom all right now back to the show so um i do want to ask you do you think that you reached a financial level where old niggas could not get access to the pussy no more so what happened is all my old hoes had babies over pandemic and i said nigga congratulating (laughs) you on that good for you you're a father stay out my fucking dms um I'll be honest with you. I, as the brokest of broke bitches, was fucking lit niggas. Okay? Um, and so now I look back and I was like, oh, y'all was fucking the worst version of me. <laughs> like, now I'm kind of judging them. Because I'm like, mm. that was the the worst version of what I view of myself, right? Yeah. Um, however, we just had this conversation on the pod uh, with 19 Keys of all people. Um, the way that we value ourselves and the way that we look at ourselves, especially in terms of feminine energy, is a lot different than how men value us. Absolutely. And I say this all the time. Um, they don't be caring about none of the well, shit we in, care And looking back even in, <laughs> in, in my therapeutic ventures, um, a lot of men love being my knight in shining armor. They liked being mm. the person to get me out of whatever was bothering me. So I had like men that helped me pay for summer school classes because I wanted to finish college earlier. I had men who helped me with rent. I had men who just helped me to where they felt so good knowing they that I probably, I would have probably asked another nigga, but <laughs> they knew that they helped me do something I couldn't do for myself. And I think that that's been the hardest part now. You I have a lot of men that. coming back. I knew you was going to be a star. I always knew you had something about you. Nigga, you lying because you ain't cuff me. You ain't wife me. Whatever I showed to you in the past, you didn't believe in me. Because even though I told you I was going to college, even though 
we would have these long drawn conversations, you never really viewed me past sex. I was the fun girl. Yeah. I brought the friends with me. We did the threesomes. We had the fun, but <laughs> to be fair, whether I'm still in your life or not, you never wanted to bring me to the next level. So it's odd. Ironically, a lot of men from my past are coming back and are like, I just knew. No, nigga, you didn't. But I look back and the treatment, and I know we talked about that as yeah. well, the treatment of where they claim they, they thought about you. There's no way I would be brought back to that. And 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 one of one of the things I'll never forget from therapy was how many crumbs I accepted. Mm. Right? I accepted crumbs from men when I deserved the whole cake. You know, and what, a lot of times we don't even recognize well, not that only it's a that, crumb. Wait, and there's a middle part of that where maybe a man is only giving you a slice. And you so happy because you finally got a slice. You ain't gonna never get no more. You you never gonna get the whole cake. Cakes, the whole like pie, balancing the whole, act. Yeah. It's such a fucking balancing act because at the end of and see for me that's why I had to be alone. I had to tell myself exactly what I wanted when nobody else was in the picture because I found that what I wanted started being skewed when other people were around. And so, oh I girl, didn't I'll realize, be honest with you, my friends, <laughs> baby, they keep you together. No, fuck them. They're <laughs> not a part of my relationship. <laughs> I have my friendship, and I deal. I've learned to deal with. My ups and downs, like, and, and I do this with my friends as well. Hold on, bitch, hold on. Because here's the thing, to, but here's the thing. Wait, and I'll say this, and this is off camera. Well, someone is off camera, but I'm going to say this. Before your relationship ended, maybe four or five months before, I personally did not like what was happening in her relationship. But as women, we will stay until we want to leave. Oh, and yeah, so no, I told her, I told her to her face, I said, friend, I love you. Don't invite me out around him and don't invite me to the house if he's there. I literally me. said, I love you. I don't want to. You were with us that night. Sure, for was she not? This, there was another this, friend. This I, th finger. I thought she was with us. All I know is <laughs> Wrong, I, bitch. I, I, saw some, I saw something in one night being out where I was like, friend, this is your partner. And I want you to be happy. I want all my friends to be happy. I don't have to lay with a man. I don't have to split bills with a man. I don't have to procreate with a man that my friend chooses. And so a big part of now me in my 30s with all my friends. Shout out, Bridget just got engaged. Uh, like my other friend is with a nigga that she been on and off with for goddamn a year now. And I said, girl, I'm, I'm kind of over that now too. I'm to the point now where as a friend, I want to be here for you as a friend. Just that. But I don't want to involve myself in giving you advice or inserting myself into your relationship. Because as a woman, we will be with who we want to be with until the fucking wheels fall off. And there's nothing that a friend, a family member, anybody could say to get what us out. What is your sign? I'm, don't do this. I, didn't I say we're not for the stars and moons this You about to tell me. You might as well go ahead. Libra. Okay. And I love my friends, but I'll talk to her for fucking hours every fucking morning about the blogs, about business, about work, about everything but our relationships. And I value my friendships so much more than whatever relationships our friends are in. One hundred percent. You become I think so they're involved. gonna have to use it on me, but yeah. You become so involved <laughs> sometimes in your friend's relationship that it starts to alter even your perception of that person. And there's so much that as women we don't share about our relationship, whether we wanna share the bad Sometimes we only want to share the good. And sometimes we lie because we want the perception to everyone to be way better than what the reality is. And so I've oftentimes come to my friends and been like, I love you. But I'm not going to be the friend that you talk about your relationship to. Please don't involve me. I don't want to surround. We don't have to do double dates. I won't invite him over anymore. That person does not. No, literally. Because I care so much about my friends, yeah. I never want to feel any type of animosity yeah. to my friends based on who they choose as a partner. That's great. I think, and I'm I'm I think have to, that's I'm important. Take, I think I'm gonna have to take that one. Um, one because even with my friends, a lot of my friends have been my support system through everything. So we've always, but also they don't deserve that. Absolutely, bitch. Keep Emotional that shit to dumping. yourself sometimes. Because girl, every time we huge. talk, I don't want to hear you. Crying about the same nigga you finna go back to. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a gag? <laughs> Did I gag you? No. A little gargle, and, if you and, will. And it becomes it becomes draining because then I start, 
bitch, you're stronger than that. You're my friend. Yeah. I know you in a way that maybe this nigga doesn't. But then it starts literally altering how I view you, and I never want that. So if this is your person, and this person makes you happy, you where I may not like him, where I may think he ugly because I'm shallow, where... Because, bitch, I think a lot of get niggas is ugly. Phone, I'm just get saying. off my phone. I'm going under I a bridge. I don't be like, girl, that nigga ugly. Phone. How you let him talk to you like that with his ugly ass? Get off my phone. We're going to, under a bridge. No, I just... <laughs> I don't want to be that friend to bring any more... Like, you figure out that relationship, but as a friend, I always want to be there in every other capacity, but I'll never sit here and steer my friends towards the decision they make for their partner. I don't want to be that person. I think that was the way I had to realize... Um, even with the the sabbatical, no. uh, friends fell off. You know, like I I had a, a best friend that had been friends for years. We didn't have any issue. It just we were no longer that level of friends anymore. Mm. And I mean, we can say that it was for X Y Z or whatever. But right. I didn't really have. I didn't feel like anything terrible happened, and then it's in the friendship. But sometimes you gotta assess all these people that you didn't said you're gonna be friends with, and say, can you show up for all these people? Are you really connecting with these people and talking about anything other than? Just dick and relationships. And like I know you have some friends that specifically y'all like that's your whole friend and shit like that, but oh, no, no, I, I don't think have that, that anymore. I think that I've been in a relationship. Oh well, look at you. You know they got a gold <laughs> star for you in the back, I bitch. I don't have I don't have whole <laughs> friends anymore. <laughs> yes, I'd be like that. All right. That. So last question before I let you go and they kick me out. Using your personal or past uh past trauma to profit, do you think that that's something that you've done? Duh. In yeah. what way? Um, like I said, I you, championed you and promoted sex work in a way that wasn't healthy. So I believe sex work is a choice for a lot of people. And that's the thing. Sex work often, a lot of people feel like is based off trauma, daddy issues. Anytime, and we've had a lot of porn stars. I have a lot of friends that are escorts. I have a lot of, a lot of people that choose sex work, right? I feel like I talk, what I do is sex work. I yeah. profit off of sex in a podcast way, but the conversations that I bring to light, the the performances that happen at our live show, it's 100% sex work, right? And so I'm profiting still off of my 26-year-old self that now through years of therapy and years of looking back, I would shift what those were. And I'm now viewing things as trauma that I probably didn't view as trauma at 26, um, and I'm probably not making a lot of money. It's good. I like that you're still doing the show because it gives and doing so many different types of shows. Like even see the thing is, it's such a different so avenue different. and such I, a different avenue. I love it. Cause I love, I love current events. I love music. Yes, you, music is an escape for me. Oh I, love I thought music. we were going to talk about the Twitter talk for the whole damn talk. I oh, was bitch, like, I oh, shit. You. I live on Twitter rent free, <laughs> even though Elon trying to motherfucking tax me for rent now. Um, I, I absolutely love pop it's culture. It's a different version of you. It's it's it it's is. nice to see. And I'm able to talk politics. I'm able to, again, show that a hoe can speak about more than just sex. <laughs> okay? I like that you're still doing horrible decisions as well, like the show. Because, you know, every show doesn't last necessarily forever. You know, Girl, whatever. we are going on year but, seven. And that's what I'm saying. The fact that you're still doing it because now people say people we wouldn't can go. get past 100. So there ain't no way. But There's only so much you can say about sex. You didn't no. delete the episodes. Oh, some I, them so, niggas that I don't like that was on the podcast. Well, I some deleted of them. But I There's like, like four episodes deleted. I'm talking about. Look at her. She <laughs> can't help it. Sure did. When it comes, you know to, what it is. When it comes to deleting my past <laughs> things, I like that I did not delete. Um, I have almost 300 episodes on Patreon. I like that I did not delete any of them, even and now people are getting a a different version of Samaya on this podcast now. So it's like you get to see, hear from me as a person who's experienced those things, who's healed from those things. You know what I mean? And and get the full answer. We're not versus, monolithic. So, I don't want people taking the the prop. I don't, I hate when oh, people make everything so fucking pretty. And that's why don't I'm, take all the trauma shit out. People need to hear some of that. And leave and some of the stuff now, Girl, too. Girl, I used so. to parade around. Ooh, I love condom dick. Bitch, I done had two years with no condom dick. I'm not that bitch anymore. Still use a condom. But, baby, like, so if you go back and listen to the things that I was like, mm, I like yeah. that we're allowed to change our minds. I think so that people th but, need to hear that. But that's the problem. And we can't on that. They don't allow women to change their minds. It's oh, sexually you liberated said... being. Yeah, yeah. It's that all the time. And so, unfortunately, in this journey... Through our our sexual prowess, through our emotional evolution, 
unfortunately, because we emotional put evolution. Emo- All right, hello, girl. I'm learning big words, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in a space where unfortunately people don't allow us to a change our mind, but also grow from who we were, and in a in a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful reality. The people who have known me since my early 20s are seeing that evolution and oh praising me for gosh. it. And it's been, I just got chills. I, BT, I, I'm i being praised for people knowing me. Who knew you before and who know and you now. And who know me now. And these are men. And so to to have, and look, I ain't finna cry here because, bitch, I got you, but I've been drinking all day. Go ahead, but, hit me with it. Mm. But I think that that has been <laughs> one of the biggest things, I think, this year. So this year has brought me to a space where the men that have known me in really dark times of my life where I was doing yeah. some, some strange things for some change, <laughs> seeing me where I am now and getting the praise and even walking into rooms and being viewed differently has meant so much to me. And it has been like life changing for sure. I love that. For sure. I feel that all of my friends are... Look here, my homegirl Darius here. She was helping me carry dildos up the subway when I first, <laughs> first time what? I came to Brooklyn, bitch. When I tell you, we have not been, <laughs> we have not been to New York in the heat not once. And she's been helping me carry dildos. You was carrying dildos to in the humidity. I was go- no, no, no. Oh, okay. We have not been here in when it's been hot yet. Um. So she's been with me since the vision. She was with me when I was married at a point. She uh, was, I know, right? It's a big ass story. Um, and she's here now. And so like, that's super amazing to me that she gets to see mm-hmm. me grow up and, and always just see that This heart. bitch served me my bottles <laughs> in the club. We were, we were struggling as accountants together. Like to me, that's, that's the wonderful space where we're at not only on a sexual journey, a personal journey, but professionally to have those people who have seen you. Everything. Every step of the way, like our friends are so important to our journeys and how we view ourselves as, as human beings. And so where I know we put a lot of emphasis on the men and how they view us, having our friends see that growth. How my girls view me is yeah, totally yeah. different because your friend can make you cry on some I'm disappointed in you. Like, yeah. bitch, what? And it, ma- <laughs> and it matters because they've seen. It does. They've seen. It does. These are the ones that keep me together. So, um I appreciate it. Shout out to my girl, Dara. Um, but I am going to, we're going to wrap up. We're going to leave yes. in with a, um, look here, y'all, that whole session was your advice segment. There you go. You're there welcome. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, the spiritual tip of the day, and this one was purposely to piss Mandy off because I do what I can, <laughs> is make sure that you uh, masturbate and manifest. Oh, God. Uh, this is, y'all heard that, that terrible noise in the background? She still has growing to do, so please be patient with her. Um <laughs> One of the things that I have done, and I this had to be on your episode, was masturbate to the things that I I wanted to get comfortable with. And masturbating was always something that I was having an orgasm is something I've always been able to get comfortable with. But my goals Bitch, and being great, candle, don't be journal, don't be trying to like, cut off when I'm trying to be emotional and go shit. Ahead. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I thought you off. said we was having emotional ovulation or something, whatever we was having. Um, <laughs> um, I'm so grateful that I'm comfortable now. Instead of having to just masturbate to my goals, I can write them down. I can sit down in here. I can come do them um, with you. And, you know, I'm so grateful for that, for like the patience and all of that. And just literally, I remember myself masturbating to, I'm going to do this in this room with these people. And I always thought, you know, these people were great. And it's like, now I see myself doing that. I don't have to just rub my coochie and be great. I could just walk <laughs> out here on the set and bitch, let's go. We just great. So um, I do want to, you know, tell people, make sure you log on to the Patreon. Uh, click the links in my bio or below. And make sure you check out the Masturbation Manifestation class. It definitely changed my life. Um, I started this business in 28 days. And five years later, here we are on set. And I just had an amazing interview with the Mandy fucking B. Oh I my love God, you. I love I'm proud of you. I like that. I like I'm that. I'm very proud of you. I'm so happy for you. So I just Thank want to you. give you your flowers while you are here. And please let the folks know where they can find you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So every Monday, you can check me out on Horrible Decisions. Type in Horror We Pop Up. That's right, W-H-O-R-E. We're everywhere on YouTube <laughs> and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Every Tuesday and every Friday, you can catch me on See the thing is podcast. Um, and then if you love this beautiful set, we are at my studio. 
Full Court Studios here in Brooklyn, New York. So go to fullcourtstudio.com. And Samaya, thank you so very much um, <laughs> for having me. I have I have more coming, but just thank you for A sharing this. A book is coming. I'm Listen. So, I said book and on, I got hold chills. On, hold on. And, <laughs> and animated series, but we'll talk about that off 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 air. Thank you so much for That's having me. Thank you for Okay, we gotta oh, go. Girl. All right, we done ran out of time. Till next time, make sure y'all check out my episode with Horrible Decisions. Yes. And all right, y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as Sexual.Essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.